Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed all in the same space. Amen. I'm so glad and happy to have you all back another week. Wednesdays are probably one of my favorite days because I'm able to share, I'm able to engage with you all. And I'm so glad to do so every single week. I don't know where y'all living at, where you're tuning in from, where you're streaming, but out here in Northern California, in the great city of Sacramento, where I reside, it is hot, y'all. Hot. It's been 104, 106. Look, this kind of heat make you want to live right. I'm telling you, like, look, hell, too much. <laughs> Can't do it. Won't do it. Um, It's just like summer is really kicking in and I'm feeling it, y'all. I am definitely feeling it. The, um, I was telling someone the other day that it feels like Alabama heat, Alabama heat. Louisiana heat out here. It's like normally California heat is is hot, but it's dry. Like outside, it's hot, it's humid, and the crickets is going. I'm just like, I am not in California. Um, so summer is 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 here. It's alive and well. I hope everyone is staying safe and staying cool. You know, staying hydrated. Got a little otter pop with you uh, when you can. Um, but Summer is here and I hope everyone is enjoying. Every single week we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week we are highlighting Devon Walker, which is the founder of the Black Wall Street Game. This company's mission is to develop and empower the next generation of black entrepreneurs and visionaries. This company's premier project is a block Black Wall Street game. It takes you through the history of Tulsa. Um, Black Tulsa is Wall Street, um, and it is similar to how Monopoly is played, but this is way better. <laughs> so for more information on that, you can head on over to blackwallstreet.com to purchase your game. This is wonderful for, great, for, for game night, right? So head on over to blackwallstreet.com for more details. Y'all, again, again, I invite you all to submit your questions to Ask Kendra um, on our website, which is www.unassociated.com slash Ask Kendra. This is where you can submit um, topics of discussion. You can submit prayer requests, which those are kept confidential. Um, also, you can submit you know what? You know whatever you want to hear on the show. We have been getting entries. I'm super excited to do it. Um, the entries that we get, I do, you know, I don't want to rush into them. These are things that I, I talk over with the team and uh, we we pray over it and, and we ask the Lord for wisdom and we ask the Lord to guide us um, the way that he wants to guide us. So if that is you and you want to share, want to engage on this platform, head on over to head on over to www.unassociated.com slash askkendra for more details. Um, the last and final announcement, it is very important. Um, I mentioned it last week. We as unassociated, the unassociated community at large, we are accepting donations, y'all. This ministry, the reason why you are listening to this right now or watching it on YouTube, it's because there is a team of young adults that love Jesus, that want to push content out there for the edification of the body of Christ. And this is a, this is a ministry, y'all. 
This is a full blown, full grown ministry. And we are um, doing what the Lord is saying to do. But the thing about ministry, y'all, it don't run on air. And not just prayers, but it takes a little help for them dead presidents in your pocket. Okay. Um, if that is you and you are, and you feel led to donate, I ain't going to beg nobody. Okay. But if you feel led of the Lord to donate, to support this ministry, I'm telling you, this right here is a ministry that is worth supporting a hundred percent. So that's you. And you feel led to support this ministry. Head on over to our website at www.unassociated.com slash donate. It'll prompt you to give a certain amount, or you can bless us with a um, particular amount of your own choice. All right, y'all. Whoo. Let me take a breath. This episode is for the people that are like me. This episode is for those folks that are facing situations and you feel that you are in a dry season. This episode is for those that are ex- are that have expectations in certain areas of your life that you believe should be thriving should be just at its best, but it seems to be dead. And if that's you, holla back at your girl. There are some areas in our lives and maybe some more than others that you have been really praying to God, asking God to bless, asking God to pour out, Asking God to give. And it seems like that area in your life, that situation is, you know what it is. I know what mine is. It's dry. You feel like it's like it's dead, like it's barren, like it's not producing. what It's not giving what it should be giving. And it becomes frustrating. This episode is for you. Um, this past week I was reminded of a passage of scripture that I knew my entire life. I actually, um, recited it growing up as a young girl, but it didn't click until recently. And so I want to take us all on this journey of this particular passage of scripture. So y'all get your Bibles out. Cause y'all know, you know, we, we, uh, we, a Bible reading show at create the kindred. So, um, Let's grab our Bibles and we're going to go to Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel chapter 37, we're going to read verses 1 through 14. And before we go, and um, I want to pray. I want to pray um, that God prepares us for what he has to share um, in this episode. So with all hearts and minds clear, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. We appreciate who you are. God, my prayer is that you decrease me as Kendra and that your Holy Spirit increases and that your Holy Spirit speaks. God, I pray that no flesh is glorified. I pray that everything that you want us to gather and learn and and cling to in this scripture, God, I pray that your spirit reveals it. 
God, I pray that you prepare our hearts and our minds and our spirits to receive what you have to say today. God, be glorified, be high and lifted. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, I got to get my glasses because y'all know I can't see. I hope y'all praying for my eyesight because I'm I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. Your girl can't see nothing. Um, Ezekiel chapter 37, we're going to start at verse 1 and we're going to end through um, verse 14. And we're going to take our time in this passage of scripture. Um I'm reading from the New King James Version, so just so you know. Um, Ezekiel 37, starting at verse 1, and it reads, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. And then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. Verse four, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, Oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said, thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know. I am the Lord. I want to continue. We're going to go down to verse eight and then we'll stop for a second. Verse seven says, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. We're going to pause right here. Oh, I'm excited already. Ezekiel. God took Ezekiel and the Lord sat him down in the midst of a valley of dry bones. The Lord sat him down in a dead place. Now, you may ask like, why did God bring Ezekiel to a graveyard? full of bones and it wasn't even like like a proper graveyard i won't say proper graveyard but it wasn't even like no burial it was like a valley of dead bones and the lord sat him in the midst of a dead place now why would God sit him in the midst of a dead place? I have asked myself, and you may have asked yourself, God, why are you sitting me in the midst of a dead place? 
And in the midst of that place, the Lord asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? Now imagine being, I, I think of, and this is just me, and you can have your own visual, but I just share. Y'all remember that scene on The Lion King where um, young, young, uh, what's his name? What's that lion name? Young Simba and young Nala, right? They were, Scar had sent them to the, to the elephant graveyard, right? So it's, I, I just, ima- I, I imagine that elephant graveyard when I think of this, of this account, like it's, 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 it's grim and it's death and it's dry and there's no life. There's nothing. And we ask, like, why would God sit them, sit him in the midst of a dead place? And not only that, it wasn't like these, these, the people that were, you know, the bones, were injured, you know, losing life. They, it, it, this situation looked like it was beyond repair. Okay, whatever it is that you face, that you think is beyond repair, I want to remind us and also remind myself, the God that we serve, he repairs those things that we believe that's beyond repair. Amen. When you look at your situation and some things that you are facing may seem beyond repair, this is what the Lord said to Ezekiel. He told him to prophesy to them bones. Yep, Ezekiel, I brought you to a dead place. Things look like it has no hope, like it can't get better. Like it's just the end. But I am calling you to prophesy to these dead things. To speak a word to these dead things. And watch this. In verse 4 it says, And again he said unto me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The, the King James Version says, Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. God is telling Ezekiel to prophesy to a dead thing. But the only thing that will cause a dead thing to get back up again I'm preaching already. The only thing that will cause a dead thing to be revived again, the only thing that will cause life to come back into a dead thing is the word of God. Ooh! The only thing that will bring revival to a dead situation is the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In verse seven, it says, when when he talks about how he was prophesying, 
out of his obedience, out of Ezekiel's obedience, he began to prophesy the things that the Lord told him to, ooh, that the Lord told him to say. And then things start moving. Things start rocking and shaking and shaking and rattling and rolling and bones begin to come together and sinew begin to come together and the skin begin to cover and these bones started to come together and they started to come together. Amen. It is so important. Jesus, I hear you, Lord. That if God gave you a word about a thing that seems to be dead in your life, and even if we have the word of God, pause. We have the word of God, right? Whether if it's if it's tangible, if it's if it's on your phone, we have the word of God, and it's so important for us not to speak against. But with, with thus said the Lord, if God said something and it don't look like the thing and we speaking against it, it's counterproductive. Then we sabotage God's promise. We get in our own way. I, I've done it. It is so important for us to prophesy and to speak the word of the Lord over our dead situations. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is the only thing that will bring life to a dead thing. Amen. Let's continue to read, saints. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Amen. Um, back at verse nine, also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to the breath, thus said the Lord God come from four winds, O breath and breathe these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them. And they lived and they stood up on their feet. An exceedingly great army. My God. Verse 11. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. We have ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, behold, oh, my people, I will open up your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Somebody needs to be praising God right there. Verse 13 says, then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, oh, my people, and brought you up from your graves. Verse 14, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land and you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Oh, 
I love when it says, says the Lord. Because that's God putting his period on his promise. Amen. God will find a way to get the glory. Out of your life. Even out of the dead situations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even from the dead situations. He can put life back into it. Notice from verse 1 to verse 14, God did not ask Ezekiel his opinion. God did not ask him to st- if he wanted to stay or not. It's something when there is a burden put on you. Or you find yourself in a situation and you like, God, why? Why am I here in this dry place? God did not consult with Ezekiel about his feelings and what he wanted to do. But God told Ezekiel to prophesy to the dead things. And to prophesy again. Because notice that he had to prophesy more than one time. Glory to God. I hear you, Holy Ghost. He had to prophesy more than one time. There are some things. It's going to take a little while to come together. But we have to continue to speak the word of the Lord over our dead situations. Hallelujah. He prophesied and the bones came together and the sinew came up and the skin came up. But then he had to prophesy again for the breath in his body, in their bodies to come up. And then he had to prophesy again to come up out of the grave. We cannot get weary because it seems to be dead around us. But I ask you, and I'm, and I'm talking to your situation, and I'm talking to my situation, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Prophesy over that thing. Let us not get caught up in speaking death over the dead situation. But prophesy the word of the Lord in that dead situation. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Lord, for coming and and visiting us today, God, for speaking. 
God, I thank you so much for revealing those things of your word to us, your people. God, I ask that you forgive us for speaking against and speaking death over our situations. God, I ask that you forgive me for speaking death over my situation. God, I repent of my words. God, I apologize for speaking outside of faith. God, I pray that you increase the faith of your sons and your daughters to prophesy over their dead situations, to prophesy over the bones, God. God, I pray that you give us boldness to speak your word over what needs to be done. God, I pray that you give us strength that when it doesn't all come together at one time, that we continue to speak your word. But God, when we when it seems that we are in a barren land, and we continue to speak your word, God, I pray that you cover our minds, cover our minds, God. God, I pray that you rebuke the enemy on every hand. That when the enemy wants to speak to us, so we can speak against your promise, God, I pray that you rebuke him in Jesus' name. Pray that we are victorious. Pray that we are overcomers and that we're able to look back and say, look what the Lord has done. God, keep us focused, God, when we get weary. Hold us up, God, when we get weak. Be glorified in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all, I know it's tough. I know it, but hang in there and speak life over your situation. And we will see our Ezekiel 37 and 14. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. Hallelujah. And I will place you in your own land. You should know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. All right, you all, be blessed. Go and be blessed. Take care.